0: So some of my, my uh, uh, friends here got to listen to me with a lot of um, background sound, but I will try to kick over all relatively qu- quickly. Um, so once again, this is the Alliance of Democracy Foundation out of Copenhagen. We do this Voices um, from Ukraine with our Ukrainian Democracy and Tech Fellows that have been part of our cohorts joining the Copenhagen Democracy Summit over the, the last years. It's also, of course, in conjunction with our founder, Anderson Rasmussen's, the strong engagement for Ukraine. He's been working tirelessly the, the last year for expanded security guarantees for, for Ukraine. Um, and we are, of course, all in the foundation on this uh, sad one-year marker of year, uh, seized by how we can keep uh, showing support, keep showing solidarity uh, for, for Ukraine. Um, and we'll be joining the whole team, several events here in Copenhagen uh, for that later today. But now it's my pleasure, with a little bit of delay, to turn to uh, my Ukrainian uh, friends. And uh, if I still use my principle of taking people in um, order, then it's Regina uh, uh, Bondarenka that I have next to me. Re- Regina, the, the floor is, is yours
1: nice to meet you today and also i must say that it's very pleasant to be here on this twitter space again on this day because uh, it was also our the first twitter space on february 24 uh, and i have a lot of reflection about it um but let me maybe make it more smaller and faster than i always do it so I can say that on that day I was on train and I pray for kindness for my people. Um, But today I hopefully feel another feelings and I'm now standing uh, near my window where I saw first explosion and decide to leave uh, Kiev. But now I'm at home and we today can speak about one year of unbreakability Ukrainians. So we can see how people uh, adapt for for the war also come over for the problem and even grew up as personality business in society. I definitely must say that war uh, changed everything and everything for everyone because we have a lot of losses. Um it's something about our mind states also about people, closest people for us and some of us for that day for this day also lost um, calmness because you never know what is happened. but also I must say that war showed very huge and I think important things that we must like make it as a fact that world is more kindness and is more Health, I think, that we maybe thought before. Because all this year we see how people help each other, how they support freedom and democracy. And I think we can't found the person who out of politics. Because if you're out of politics, you don't choose anything, so it's also choose. But I think it's not space for some depths and everyone know his sides and i think that this work it's also redesign and rethinking about um, what is wrong and what is uh, good so um must say that for this year i i also got in one in, important insights uh, that people also can collaborate and it, Become the new trend. If COVID also like pushed uh, the trend of collaboration, support countries, peoples, uh, people, and now we see the same in the frame of war. And I hope this war, when we all uh, all together, will will celebrate the victory. Also, will se- uh, celebrate the new connections between people. Organization and we keep this trend because I think the one force that wasn't accounted by tyranny and Putin's forces, that people and nationals and countries are more united, and everyone know how it's important is freedom, and you can broke it just with weapons, because everyone knows what he wants and what uh, he can lose. Thank you.
2: Thank you,
0: Regina. Really nice to hear your voice again and your reflections um, for people who just joined. This is our Voices uh, from Ukraine with the Alliance of Democracies Foundation. Um, next in line I have uh, Nikita uh, Lukianets, um who is also one of our great members of uh, our cohort and who normally works on artificial intelligence and how to introduce ethics into that, but of course has been, uh, like everybody else, uh, seized by by the war and, and helping uh, your country as well. Uh, Nikita, um, uh, I invite you to
2: share your perspectives on this day. Hi everyone, happy to be here and uh... Happy to share the floor with uh, with you and all the other members and fellows uh, in this uh, in this first year anniversary of of the full scale invasion, I think um, right now what is important to understand, given we we all live through the experience of war uh, to a different extent, our family has lost the members uh, at war as Uh, killed in action uh what we need to bring uh i think and what we realize is this experience that not many people in uh, on this globe have lived for and i don't wish anyone to live through this but the world the world is still on the edge of getting into more instability than it is before even though uh Russia is losing and the tyranny is losing. And I think it is time to, to start asking important questions as the war is getting to, uh, to, to its conclusions slowly. Uh, we need to understand what Ukraine is going to bring to the European community, to the transatlantic uh, uh, community, in, in the form of understanding Ukraine is more than any other country understands what it takes to fight right now, the modern and what it takes to be in the modern warfare. Uh, so we have to uh, define and understand our new post-war identity and start uh, building this knowledge transfer and expertise transfer on how to leave through it, how to be resilient, how to cope, uh, and also, of course, learn from others. Um, I don't have many things to share because there there, there are so many subtle details to uh, to share. But I believe that uh, we are in the in the position already to share many many things with the with the others. And uh, there there is possibly a need for a structural engagement and finding you know finding a way to to share this uh, with the outer world especially to to avoid uh bad things from happening in in other countries for Moldova for example or Georgia there is a way to to prevent things
0: thank you Nikita thank you for for sharing your perspectives uh, with us and really nice to hear your voice again it's been a it's been a little while uh next on my list of um of our uh, ukrainian uh fellows and to people who joined this is the voices from ukraine today on this uh sad marker of one year of uh, war but of course positive in the sense that the ukrainian has shown uh, the will to to fight and has shown a will to defend their home country against uh russia's war of aggression uh, Tamara, you're, uh, you're next in um, in, in line. Um, we saw each other last year in uh, uh, Copenhagen, so it, it, it's great, uh, as always, to hear your voice. I remember at the summit you brought this little, um, what do I call it in English, but like a sticker that can be set like a military um, emblem, and my son, who's just completed the Danish army, sort of proudly put it on his uh, military uh, backpack with... Uh, with uh, I, I think you either personally had sued or somebody knew had sued it. So we're uh, we're also in our family kind of very proud to um, to carry that. But uh, look forward to hearing uh, your perspectives uh, from today. And
3: um... hi everyone, I'm thank you, Jonas. I'm super touched to be here, touched to tears to be honest, because a year ago exactly the that time, I was uh, on the floor of my wardrobe in my apartment in Kiev. And uh, your voices, yeah, voices from Copenhagen uh, was one of the point of stability and uh, some hope. And um, that was like, I never forget it, for sure. And uh, for the, those, that year that passed, and I can believe that it's already a year or... I can believe that it's only a year because, because it feels like uh, a lot of lives has been lived. And um, for this year, uh, Alliance of Democracies helped me uh, to go through all of these uh, challenges, not only as an entrepreneur, but as a, like a, just a person from Ukraine. And I want to share my um, three principles that I understood now that helped me to go through it and will help me uh, to continue going. uh, Because as Nikita uh, fairly said, that uh, it's only beginning. Uh, We have to do a lot of in the future. Uh, When I'm saying we, I mean the whole world. Uh, Every people of goodwill. Everyone who wants to be um, okay, not for ourselves, but uh, for all over the world. So the first principle what I learned, it's keep going, no matter what is going on. And uh, it's like not principles, but actions. And the first action is just keep going. And as as an illustration, I can just say that uh, everyone... A year ago in Ukraine, and not only in Ukraine, everyone who just was we t- just into the the beginning of the full invasion, they felt like freezing. A lot of us felt freezing, and I forced myself to move, just to shake my body, to stand up, to to do something, even very small step, small move move. Uh, can you hear me could you please uh, yeah we can hear you now if, again if you yeah. there was a yeah. bit of a
0: fallout yeah. just before so i think uh you have to on the second principle was where okay. you were talking okay
3: yeah yeah i'm saying yes i'm saying about the uh, keep first principle that's about keep going no matter what and have I, have i moved my body that was freezed because of the beginning of the full invasion and I followed this principle in terms of anything in my life the, for the last year. When I felt desperate, I decided to do something. When, and I think every Ukrainian follows this principle, because that's what uh, I think the. For small um, steps, steps towards the towards the. Uh... Um,
0: uh, towards the. Unfortunately, tomorrow there is a bit of fallout on your line, so we had trouble hearing you. Again, oh, now sorry. here. But about now I hear now. You. so yeah yeah ah, so I'm, I'm sorry,
3: sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry no, no, so no, it's no, about no. self care yeah the important um, is to, to hear your yeah, voice
0: yeah. so uh, go ahead now yeah
3: uh, yeah so it is about uh, self care i'm talking about self care and i think uh, everyone should self care uh and ukrainians uh and all people all over the world and i did it and i continue to do it uh, because only if you have your inner stability, you can help others. And uh, I think a lot of people in Ukraine suffer, uh, sacrificed themselves to others. And I wish next year of this struggle uh, will be more focused on self-care as well. And the third principle and the third uh, action is a, an action of love, whatever it means, in some general meaning. And uh, love is an antidote to humiliation, to rage, to hate that we're forced to feel uh, because of this invasion. And uh, only this feeling and this principle kept me to create something new. Because when you fight against something, you destroy something. But when you fight for something, you create something new. And this is... uh, this is very important, and I and I I understand that it might sound like just big words, but I I am kind of idealistic, but I definitely believe in it, and I definitely like um, have like a inner inner ground based on this on these principles. And also, I wanted to um, just express my gratitude to. Every people all over the world, because we didn't expect this support. Of course, we support could be more in terms of some political support, but in terms of uh, people support, it's huge, and I feel it, and it 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 helps uh, it helps me every minute, every day, and uh, it like proves like this principle of, of democracy, principle of. Uh, goodwill principle of, again, that principle that I mentioned, love and uh, care, is still on the table. And it's priceless. So thank you very much, people. Thank you very much. And let's uh, keep doing what we are doing. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Tamara. Wonderful to hear your voice again. And and I was really moved by your very, yes, maybe idealistic principles, but I, I think they're very strong. Uh, so um, and I'm at least uh, also very glad that they have been able to make you both keep going and also still show love in a time where there's so much brutality and uh, and hatred in uh, uh, in the world. So I have next on uh, on my list is Yevon, uh, Popov. Uh, Yevhen, uh, it's also. Although, of course, only as a small bottom mirror on the Twitter screen, great to see you again, and I uh, I look forward to hearing your voice. I look forward to hearing your uh, perspectives
4: on, um, on on today as well. Hello, dear colleagues, and thank you for opportunity to speak. And uh, actually, I will start for the great, uh, like, uh, great thanks to all Alliance Democracies team that during the year they support us. I remember like. Maybe a year ago, uh, Twitter Space started, and it was like very important part of like psychological health for us just to speak. Even in the in, in this manner, it worked. Uh, but actually, um, I want to start that actually this war—it's not the year; it's already going for many years since 2014, and actually, it's a great think right now that uh, a lot of people awake in Ukraine, outside the Ukraine, the world community, and everybody understands what's going on, who responsible for what, and what challenges uh, Ukraine have, and uh, who is our enemy, and um, actually, from one uh, perspective, uh, it's a very tragedy point of the history uh, millions of people suffering with uh, a lot of uh, a lot of problems and uh, people dying, they change the places for living, they going to other countries, they sitting without electricity and so on And uh, but from the other side it's also a heroic part of the time so uh, everybody in the world see how Ukrainians fighting against the biggest threat of the world, I guess, maybe about the global order, about the biggest order of the global order. Uh, and uh, this also shows us that uh, like tragedy and heroism going Together in this moment of time, and actually, uh, for us, uh, it's from one side, it's yeah, definitely tragedy because, like, the thousands of people uh, dying on the front line, from the other side, people fighting through the like, enemy who are much more stronger than Ukraine, unfortunately, and uh, want to destroy and humiliate all the country. Um, I also want to thank for uh, like our invitation to Copenhagen, and it was like a very uh, great uh, thing during this year. For uh, not only like for personal thing, but only also see how the world reacts. Because when you sit in Ukraine, only see the explosions and the news from Ukraine, and do not see the reaction from abroad. Uh, it's some kind of other perspective in this our short visit to Copenhagen also changed a lot and showed that the world really supports us and uh, there are a lot of people really supporting Ukraine Uh, and uh, this uh, also was a year to us that uh, I guess everybody in Ukraine understand that it's no small things uh, in this war so any case, any Uh, activity can be beneficial to society to some other people you can help in different ways in millions ways to other people because the number of challenges uh, uh, is uh, so big so that uh, it's almost impossible to solve them simultaneously so a lot lot of people involved with these activities voluntarism uh, social activism uh, army activities donations and so on so on so um, it's it was like uh, also like uh, takeaway from this one year uh, unfortunately i can't tell and i actually do not remember the first day and actually not even the first day the first months of the war because it was a lot of uh, Things which you need to do, uh, like contact with family, friends, uh, relocate somebody, move somewhere, help some people with finance and something like that. So I guess only after the months of the war, I realized where am I, uh, like what I'm wearing that I'm not shaving for one month and something like that. So it, it was a very, uh, I have a lot of stories, but not. Like, one takeaway from the first day of the war, because it was complete stress. And uh, actually, we all believe that it will never happen, but it happened, and uh, it's a a huge stress. And uh, one uh, one interesting uh, thing right now that uh, for Ukrainians and for, like, My family, my friends, me when I was in Ukraine was like uh, a lot of things which uh, comes with war becoming a normality. For example, if you do not have internet, electricity, heating, food, uh, the rocket alarm is nearby and somebody asks you, Are you okay? And you say, ah, yeah, I'm okay. It's just a rocket alarm or I just have no electricity or I just have no heating or just have like uh, water for two or three more days. So uh, the new normality inside the country become very different. Uh, But uh, Ukrainian society itself... uh, still going on and uh, um, i guess after the months or two of the war everybody in the world understand that russia will never win that they will never uh, reach their goals and ukraine will stay at the state however uh, in this point of time i guess it's also a lot of challenges in the world and ukrainian society need to keep going and the uh, world needs to support ukraine more because every day the people dying and uh, Ru- russia will not stop and i hope that everybody in the world understands it, that uh, the war is going and unfortunately uh, it, it can be for a long time thank you for this it's like it's all my point all my points in this period thank you thank you even uh, also really
0: uh, nice to hear your voice again and uh, uh, to know even as you described it with inside this new normality where you say yes I'm fine but we just haven't had water or we haven't had this for, for several days um, That at some level uh, you're also uh, fine so um, so great do I have any other Ukrainians I have missed I don't uh, think so Um I would encourage, I have a question, but I also encourage others that are to join this. You can put up a hand and then um, um, you are, uh, oh, wait, I I do see, uh, oh, my Cyrillic leg letters. uh, It's Natalia, that's on. Yes, yes, Natalie, it's (laughs) (laughs) Good, good, hey, hey. Uh, you, look, you look wonderful, and also on that little, little uh, marker. Uh, and it was such a pleasure also uh, being in our internal uh, m- mentor or masterclass session with you uh, yesterday. Um, so uh, great also to have you because you are, of course, from our uh, current cohort of, um, of uh, Ukrainian uh, democracy tech entrepreneurs who joined uh, this year, all the ones that have been speaking so far with Nikita, Regina, Tamara, Yevhen. Are from the, the previous years, so it's it's uh, great also to have your voice uh, among us. And um, what we've been uh, talking about, and people have been sharing their reflections on, is of course the, the sad mark of one year of war. Of of uh, uh, how they what they think, what they think the, the, the rest of the world should uh, should know on this day. And, and we would love to um, to hear your uh, thoughts as well. So uh, so welcome.
5: Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me, and I'm so proud to be here in this program. Really, it's a huge opportunity for us Ukrainians to tell more to the world what uh, do we feel, What's happened now, what uh, help uh, do we need. Uh, uh, then, well, uh, the first day of the invasion was one of the scariest days in our nation's history, and uh, for me personally, it was very cruel, not understandable why Why it happened with us. I'm in Kiev, and uh, I was staying all the time in Kiev. I um, won't go nowhere, no, to no, no country. So uh, for the first time, initially, we were shocked, depressed, uh, feeling overwhelmed and helpless. Let's uh, be true. Uh, we had no weapons. We have no trained and equipped military to protect us. But we refused to give up. We knew that our independence, dignity, and democracy values were at stake. So we had to do everything possible and impossible to overcome, to win this cruel um, this cruel aggression. So despite our lack of resources, we banded together and fought on different fronts, using every means at our disposal, like on economic or diplomatic or other uh, fronts. For me personally I decided uh, not to to be crazy not to give up I decided to work more to work harder without weekends uh, without some holidays so that's why me and my company you control we wanted to do our part in helping the Ukrainian government identify Russians militaries to identify uh, Russians uh, assets in Europe So uh, during war, during three months, we created a new system called True Assets, which makes possible to identify every company in Europe and uncover hidden links with sanctioned Russians. So this system will help to freeze their assets in every company, in every every country of uh, Europe and prevent them from using uh, to to fuel further aggressions. So this action will help for Ukrainians to freeze these assets in the favor of uh, Ukraine recovery. So it was our outcome, our input, how to help, how to prevent ourselves and how to faster Mm -hmm. our victory so we are still fighting every day to defend our national s- sovereignty and uh, uh, preserve our uh, democracy values uh, frankly speaking uh, not every day it's uh, so simple because as uh, previous uh, my colleague said sometimes we have no electricity uh, sometimes when Richard called uh, called me and I said Richard we have air alarm because uh, Russian missiles are flying to us and he said oh my god Natalie you have to go somewhere to hide and I said no Richard that's okay we used to this we will overcome this we, we are strong and we have a huge support of uh, you guys uh, European American colleagues uh, partners uh, I see your huge support and your love and uh, you know uh, as we have a possibility to work with international partners to have business with you so that's why uh, we have uh, a possibility to support Ukrainian economy. Economy, because we don't want every day to ask you for help. Uh, It's unfair. We want Russians will uh, pay for these uh, aggressions. So uh, that's why uh, I'm trying to do everything best and this um, program will help me to better understand how I can propose for you for European uh, friends uh, this uh, new system to identify Russians, to freeze their assets and to help for recovery of uh, Ukraine. So Thank you very much, my foreign partners. Uh, thank you for your support during this difficult time. Your solidarity, uh, your assistance, your help, your advice. Even your recommendation, like Natalie, how are you? How is your uh, parents? How is your family? It's very important for us, so you remember us every day. You're trying to support us somehow. And really, guys, now I'm sitting in Kiev and... Uh, I feel uh, this huge huge support so thank you very much for inviting me Thank you.
0: Thank you Natalia that was uh, great to hear uh, your voice as well and uh, uh, glad to know that you are uh, in in Kiev and um, and also that you're working on uh, the tool that you do here as part of our program that can actually, contribute something very specific uh, right now to sort of help targeting because I think that's one of the areas where we have to keep pushing our companies uh, to uh, make sure that they're all out completely of Russia and that that Russia on so many fronts, including the economic one, uh, suffer from the the consequences of this uh, atrocious war. So I think your uh, tool um, with uh, Russian asset is a really important uh, contribution uh, to that. Um, later today that we will have here in Copenhagen uh, a big demonstration in the evening where the prime minister others will speak as well um, I've been given the opportunity to also say some words at that occasion it's a demonstration outside of the the, the Russian uh, embassy with uh, political leaders and, and others here in, uh, in Denmark so I wanted to also, to to bring our voices of Ukraine to, to that stage uh, as well. So uh, I would love if there is some of you something you think it's important that is, is, is your uh, sort of short words or input to that. I'm, I'm most uh, happy to, uh, to uh, bring that along. I already noted down uh, some of the things that, uh, that you've been saying uh, so far. And I can see Volodymyr, who is not uh, joining us today. He actually sent uh, some um, some input uh, to me and and uh, and Richard as well. So I would um, uh, be most honoured to be able to amplify your voices uh, later today, and and therefore that it's not that important that I speak, but it's important that it's voices from Ukraine that uh, that speak. Um, so with that, you can just, uh, I would say, put up your uh, hand in the virtual room. And if there are some of you that want to uh, add something to uh, to what you already said or what you think is the, the, the short, important message for Danish public, uh, then I would be uh, most delighted. It actually looks like we will also have Um, a virtual uh, appearance by uh, President Zelensky for for that thing tonight, so we're uh, quite honored uh, by that just as we had him virtually for the Copenhagen uh, Democracy uh, uh, Summit and actually would hope to uh, uh, have him again this year, the 15th, 16th of May, so um, yeah, so any of my uh, Ukrainian friends are welcome to, uh, to jump in again and of course if some of our other participants including from our democracy and tech fellows from other uh, uh, mostly neighboring countries um georgia moldova and so on also want to join in you're most uh, welcome too. who can i i can see regina has put her hand up um regina the the word is yours again
1: Thank you. I must say that I'm proud to be here with my Ukrainian uh, colleague and I must say that I agree with every word. Um, but also want to add that uh, also uh, during the war I understand one important thing that um, it can be unhelpful or a small help um because for example it's our experience when we work on automate uh, consultation for ukrainians refugees it's outside of ukraine to help them adapt and also like get first legal help uh in new country i must say that the students for example were i think the half of our power to collect all information that we need and they help us to create more than I think, 100 consultation that we also tipilize and after that automatize. So if you think that you are not so huge or strong in social media or even as political actor, you must uh, rethink this idea because just one student help more than, I think, uh, 10,000 people get the help in the new country where they don't know about don't know anything and for unfortunately don't know how to ask so it's also the idea that uh, got to me um during this war and i was also want to share with you and as you can see that some activities for you can be small like just call uh, for embassy in russia and um be here it but for the history for the result of history you can make the small piece that bring the victory uh, faster so if you just think about something let's do it maybe your step will be the last in this victory thank you
0: Thank you, Regina, that was, uh, I think that's a really important message that I will share tonight uh, with people that uh, even though, as you say, it might feel like a small step joining a demonstration, it's part of, you're part of something uh, bigger. I think that's, that's very powerful. Uh, Tamara uh, Tachinska is, is, is next, uh, the word is yours.
3: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, do you hear me good, well?
0: Because,
5: Perfect. Yeah, now it should actually
3: really good. You. Oh, super. Uh, thank you. So, I would like to add to what I previously said. Um, I know it is hard to be engaged in the topic. Uh, I mean, war is a super exhausting topic. Yeah. So, and it's hard for any journalist, for any uh, civil activist uh, to keep people be engaged in the topic to keep them be uh, to follow the topic and so on and uh, what I'd like to to address to the people in Denmark to stay curious you don't have to get engaged in some probably tough stuff you know but you can be just curious into some culture self not only culture of uh, Ukraine but culture of Russia to better understand what is, why it is going on now and uh, to make it broader to culture of uh, anyone. I think mm, when you don't, you, um, not, you know, don't have enough uh, like psychological trends to dig into some uh, war stuff, you can dig into culture stuff. And spread the ideas and spread the, uh, the 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 knowledge about how the world should run uh, through the culture. And I would like to uh, again emphasize that Ukrainian culture last year just blossomed, yeah, and more and more. And uh, even uh, I I was always into into some cultural stuff, but. But I never expected that it, it becomes that huge, that that beautiful, and so on. I, and I believe every culture in the world is the same. So um, yeah, stay, stay, I would just like to address that: stay curious in terms of culture stuff, and it will help you to to spread the. the I, I, I'm really into idealistic uh, mood today, <laughs> but but I want just to bring more joy f- to all this uh, tra- tragedy uh, things that we uh, have, that we are witnesses now. Thank you.
0: Thank you, tomorrow, And it's, of course, for the rest of us who sometimes can also, even though we are further away, feel a bit uh, sa- sad and downbeaten by that uh, the war has continued for so long, a whole year. Um uh, then listening to to your optimism and your uh, idealism is, is 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 great. I also want to highlight that today at three here in Copenhagen we have the opening of a Ukraine house. Uh, so that's precisely what you're you're suggesting that's happening in practice. That the uh, local Ukrainians here have taken initiative to uh, to open like a sort sort of cultural institute. So this is uh, which I'm also and whole team here in AOD. Most of us are going to a way of showing uh, an interest in Ukraine that goes beyond the war. I mean, you are now part of uh, our European family with a trajectory to, to join the European Union. And so I think these steps are also really important that we understand each other on on so many other fields just be, beyond the support for the war, which is, of course, the most important uh, right now and today. But uh, but I do, do agree with you that uh, strengthening our bond through culture is also um, extremely important. Anybody else who uh, would, would like uh, to um, uh, to uh, chip uh, in again? Of course, first and foremost among our Ukrainians, Nikita, Yevhen, or Natalia, um, and of course, if there are some of the other uh, friends of the. Of the house of the foundation, so to speak, that wanna uh, ask a question or I wanna uh, show solidarity from one of the other countries, um, then you are also most welcome to uh, to uh, to join uh, in and. not then at least because it's we're also of course coming towards the hour and to uh a close our session but since it's the voices of ukraine there is like a a, a tradition that i've been keeping uh each and every time we've done this uh uh since early on when this came out quite spontaneous uh out of uh, the war saying we have to uh to um to do something Hi, i see you is, is is on you uh, let's let, let, uh, let's hear from from you um, uh, so this is uh, Gio from uh, Georgia uh, Tbilisi joining in uh, go ahead
5: uh, hey
0: guys do you hear me well you're on clear and fine awesome yeah
2: well I don't have much to say to be honest it's just uh, these days just a symbol of like fighting against devil and uh, whatever for the like uh, for the humanity it's gonna go
0: down like in the history these date right February 24th And, like, uh, what can I say, right? Stay strong, Ukraine. Uh, But if I may ask, like, Jonas, if, uh, well, I don't have the speech or anything, right? So if this kind of room can be used for back and forth questions. I was just wondering, like, how long is this war going to go? And uh, what's the, like, latest status on, I've heard that China is about to kind of provide some ammunition or whatever to Russia. Is that true or not? And uh, I would love to kind of hear your guys' opinion Mm -hmm how long it's going to uh, keep going and what's the end, like what's the outcome, how it's going to end? Thank you, Dio. that's a big question. I can maybe address the China element of it and then I think uh, uh, maybe one of our Ukrainian friends uh, want to uh, sort of address uh, perspective on when the, the war ends, on China. Um, I think everything coming out there is fake. I mean, what you have to sort of look at is what happened the 4th of February last year is sort of authoritarian manifesto that Xi Jinping and Putin uh, signed together. So they both want a demise of uh, the free world led by the US. So that's what binds them together and and uh so because these days what you're going to hear more about is that uh, china is coming with this uh so-called peace plan and i don't think we should have a uh very much to expect from that because basically peace is easy putin should just pull out uh his troops and leave uh, the last soldier should leave ukrainian territory then there is uh then there is peace so it's 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 that simple you don't need to make any uh high brow plans coming out of uh, beijing the second question with with the the Chinese deliver weapons, I think what the Americans did was maybe to do what they've done throughout the, the war, and also leading up to the war with preemptive intelligence, basically sharing and declassifying some of the intelligence that they have. That so this is likely that um, that the Chinese that have uh, continued all their trade with Russia, including in. In, in a lot of areas could also be delivering, uh, sort of weapons. So this was a way or military, um, assistance, it could also be drones, which is actually what people have mostly been talking about, but that for me just shows that all everything else is a little bit of a, of a smokescreen of believing that China, I know the Ukrainian government and I, I sort of understand them try to do these outreaches to China, not to completely alienate them, uh, in such a difficult uh, period but un- unfortunately my uh, uh, skepticism from having worked with uh, china for over two decades would would lean towards that uh, the, the the strong personal bond between the vision that both uh putin and xi jinping has of authoritarian leaders of the world is what will that's the glue that will kind of keep them uh, together but um We'd love to give one of uh, our Ukrainian friends both opportunity to to address that. I mean, um, uh, the question, but also to uh, close us off because we are coming to the hour. Even though we had a bit of technical issues to uh, to to start with, but let's keep uh, to be mindful of uh, of time anyway. But since this is voices from Ukraine, we always uh, have had the, the tradition that it's it's a Ukrainian that. That has sort of the last word, which is uh, important to me. So, whoever of you raise your hand, uh, maybe one of the ones that uh, Yevon, uh, the word is yours.
4: Yeah, thank you one more time, and uh, hi Geo, thanks for question. And uh, really, it's uh, the thing which I guess all world thinking about, and what going on, and how it will happen, and how it will end. Uh, thank you, John, that you tell already that uh, the war will end when the last soldier will leave russian soldier will leave ukrainian territory and i guess it's the only thing which is important uh, to end the war or like the other thing is debatable and uh, it's uh, negotiation can be go around this uh, i guess uh, the main thing that it can go from like you, you know it can uh, and tomorrow if putin will say yeah we are going out and uh, it can last for a very long time but what what important and what crucial right now is to support ukrainian army ukrainian society from abroad because uh it, it's no other cases it's no other scenarios how to end this war because uh, unfortunately uh russia will not stop there no clear mission after the year of the war what they want and actually the only one we can see it's that they uh, won't destroy ukraine as a state but even they say that uh, they want to destroy europe us other countries they capture other territories and uh, we have no moral reason not to support ukrainian army ukrainian state right now with uh, everything which is needed to 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 victory—that's why it's important, even to spend some money to Ukrainian charities, Ukrainian NGOs, uh, Ukrainian foundations, army for politicians, Ukrainian economy itself to open business in Ukraine to hire Ukrainian employees—it's like very important because uh, every such step will help Ukrainian to recover fastly and uh, to win the war more more. Uh, faster than it's possible
0: Thank you Jan. I think that's, uh, that's uh, a very good way to end this Voices from U- Ukraine uh, w- with that exhortation to keep uh, contribution first and foremost to the uh, Ukrainian army uh, for Danish listeners we have something called the, the Densky Ukraine Committee, the Danish Ukraine Committee that has been consistently challenging funds to um uh, the Ukrainian uh, military, I have uh, been contributing um, uh, part of my salary each month and I encourage other people also to uh, to do that, and we'll also do that uh, tonight. So, um, I wish you well, all of my U- Ukrainian friends. It's been wonderful to hear your voices uh, again, and it's been wonderful sharing it with this, uh, with this group and uh, stay strong and stay safe and you will win.